This podcast is presented to you by Pastors Tom and Bonnie DeShal from Celebration Church in Harare, Zimbabwe. For more information, please visit celebrationmen.org. There is something going on around the world. Something of great significance is happening at this moment in history. It is bigger than us. It is growing faster than we can imagine. Night and day, sunrise to sunset. It is happening in the cities and in rural villages. This move of God is covering the earth as the waters cover the sea. It's happening right now, and we are the eyewitnesses to this move of God in our time. We are the people who are being called to pray night and day. We were born for such a time as this. A time of 24 hours, 7 days a week, 365 days a year. A time to wait and a time to pray. A time to seek the Lord. A time to awaken the watchman. Amen. There are moments in history when a door for massive change opens and great revolution for good or evil spring up in the vacuum created by these openings. In these divine moments, key men and women, and even entire generations, risk everything to become the hinge of history, the pivotal point which determines which way this door will swing. We are in that door right now, and our response to this move of God that Maya Zara said yesterday, it is actually for the body of Christ, not just for celebration. It is requiring the rising up of the watchmen. But which way will this door go is up to our response. And this season is requiring a response from you and me. Amen. Hallelujah. A stable voice must be heard in the midst of chaos and change. Put the slide up, please. A stable voice must be heard in the midst of change. All order comes from the voice of the one who creates. Whose voice will be heard in this season will determine which way this door will swing. It is time for our voices to be heard as the watchmen. Amen. We're in the days of the restoration of all things. The ministry of the watchmen is an ancient ministry going all the way back to the days of Adam. If you will please put up the Adam slide. If you see that, that's Adam written in Hebrew. But when you bring down the second letter, the third letter, that letter, the ones that I've pulled down from that word, that word Adam, it actually means met palal, and it is the praying man. So back from the beginning of time, God placed Adam in the garden. Hands raised, the praying man. Please, next slide. What happened is Adam lost his mandate. Can I have my uh, five men come up? Adam lost his mandate. 
but the watchman is always aware of God's redemptive plan in everything. There are watchmen that continuously just see evil. They continuously see just darkness. They continuously see demons, demons, demons. But the watchman functions by seeing God's redemptive purpose in everything. It doesn't matter how bad it's looking. It doesn't matter how bad Zimbabwe is looking. The watchman remains focused on God's redemptive purpose. So God set Adam in the garden. Can anyone guess who my groom will be here? I'm the bride of Christ. <laughs> so this is God. This is the beginning of time. The first time when God opened his mouth, there was chaos over the earth. And he said, let there be. And he began to turn chaos into good. So God spoke. This is the beginning of the pay. If you want to understand what God is, is, is doing in this season, we have to go back to the beginning. So God spoke, let there be light. And he created order. When he was done, he said, right, Adam, created Adam. Right, Adam, I'm finished with my part. Brought the animals to him. Now, whatever you call them, that they shall be. Whatever you say now, I will back up and that it shall be. So this was the mandate of Adam. But Adam was set in the garden. Palau, the praying man. The word Shema in Hebrew is watch. That's the word that God uses when he said he put Adam in the garden to watch over the garden. It means to keep to tend, to hedge, to protect, to save life. This is the mandate of every watchman. So Adam had the glory. The praying man, remember, the praying man, he had the glory. He lost his mandate. But God's redemptive plan, like I said, watchmen are focused on God's redemptive plan. God's redemptive plan, he sends Yeshua. And Jesus Christ is called the one who ever lives to make intercession, the praying man. He came to restore the first Adam. He's called the second Adam. The first Adam was met Palal, placed in the garden. How is he going to watch over this garden? By this. The praying man. So Yeshua came. Can I have the image of the cross? Yeshua came as the praying man to restore Met Palal, the glory that was now lost. And look at the position that he died. Does that look like Met Palal? Can you imagine the level of detail of our father? Yeshua had to die in that posture. To restore met Palal. So he comes on earth. He comes on earth. He's, he leaves his heavenly glory. And he takes on an earthly glory. And he comes on earth. And for all those years, he was showing us what the earthly glory looks like. Now he's going back. He says, Father, John 17. He says, Father, Father. 
restore the glory that I had with you before. The earthly glory, he leaves. He's shown us what this glory looks like. This mantle is not for one person. It is a mantle that anyone can pick up. He left it for anyone to pick up. It's not for one person. So we have the church. Yeshua is gone. He said, Father, glorify me. So there were two glories. His earthly glory and his heavenly glory. Now, Father, glorify me with the glory I had before. And he goes back to the Father. He leaves this one for us. It does not fall on anyone. It is for anyone who wants it. This mantle. I felt like when Pastor Randy was ministering on mantles yesterday, the, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. He said, there's a mantle of Met Palau, the praying man, that he wants his children to pick up. It is a mantle to watch. It is a mantle to pray. It is the mantle, the original mantle that Adam walked in, the original glory that Adam walked in. So this is the, the bride of Christ. The mature one and the one who just will not take responsibility. We are being called to responsibility. He takes up the mantle of Met Palau, the praying man. And like Pastor Randy said yesterday, the priests would walk with this for seven days. Soaking in the anointing. Seven represents completion. And the mantle begins to work. The, the, the mantle does not adjust itself. You adjust yourself to the mantle. And it begins to work. Oh God, the persecutions begin to come. And you're going. Oh God, face to face with God. The authority of every watchman is in their face to face encounter with God. You're face to face with Yahweh in the secret place. He's revealing his, your sin that is on the inside of you. When you come face to face, oh, your sin is exposed. Light, when a watchman sins, the first Adam, sin shuts down the light of the watchman. He cannot stand the presence of God. So when you pick up this mantle, and you're face to face with Yahweh. And you're walking. You're working the mantle. The mantle is creating you. Oh God, you want to go somewhere. But the mantle is saying there's a call for you. It's a peculiar call. You can't just go anywhere. And it's a sacrifice. Then comes the persecution. The fire that comes to purge you. Then comes the fire, fall down. Then comes the fire, and it's working you. You're being tested. You're being tried. It's painful. Oh, but you cannot. You want, God, this is too heavy. It's too much. But you cannot look back because no one who sets his eyes to the plow and looks back is worthy of the kingdom of God. Ah, then the persecution begins because whoever follows me, met Palal, the praying man, 
has to pick up his cross and begin to go. And it's a weighty cross. You're under fire. You're under persecution. But you've got to persevere. You've got to persevere. You've got to persevere. You've got to persevere. Oh God, you're going back in the secret place. The Lord is humbling you. He's working on your heart. He's working on your character. Oh God, it's painful. But met Palau, the one I followed, I cannot turn back. I've got to stay because... I love you, as painful as it is. And before you know it, the fire has purged. It has cleansed. You are now one with the fire. In the name of Jesus, you become a fire carrier. In the name of Jesus Christ, you can contain the fire of God. And out of this place, the Lord begins to use you. He waking you up. Pray for the nations. Pray for your church. Pray for your, for your children. Because a selfish watchman, according to Isaiah 56, he says, they just want for themselves. You, I'll read it if I have time. He says, they just want, your prayers are all about you, your husband, and your children. You cannot take on the burden of Met Palau, the praying man. But we are being called to maturity. It means where you were so still immature, you, this, this mantle is available for anyone. You touch it. You get a taste of what it means to carry this mantle. Oh, you get offended in church. Ay, God, I can't do this. I can't do this. You drop it. I can't do this. And you're in and out. But maturity says... Everyone who follows me must pick up their cross in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Hallelujah. I want to quickly go through, how many minutes do I have? Five minutes. Okay, so I'll go through it very, very quickly. Palau is one of the pay words. Can you put it up for me? Yes, thank you. Palal is one of the pay words. I've just put them there for, for the watchmen. Just take a screenshot. I don't have time to go through all of it. But one of those words is palal. It's prayer. It means in this season, God is reigniting the watchman anointing. He's reigniting prayer for all of us. Amen. The mandate of the watchman, I said first, number one, the watchman was made for intimacy and fellowship with Yahweh. He has no authority in his voice outside of the place of intimacy and outside of the place of fellowship. All authority to decree, to declare that the watchman carries comes from the place of intimacy. The place of intimacy with Yahweh is the place that protects the watchman because the watchman lives a life of miracles because you see so many miracles, signs and wonders. And when you're in intimacy with Yahweh, there's no room for pride. Because you go back and you're crushed. Oh God, you use the foolish things of the, of the world to confound the wise. Your men keep and tend their garden. Your, your garden is your sphere of influence. So God is calling for watchmen in the marketplace. Watchmen are not only found in the church. There are marketplace watchmen who need to stand at the gates and begin to guard. In Jesus' name. 
point number three, God appoints watchmen, as in the case of Ezekiel. And Ezekiel was taken on a journey. First, God called him a priest. Then God called him a prophet. Then eventually, God called him a watchman, which means not all priests are watchmen, not all prophets are watchmen, but you, they can be watchmen that are prophets, they can be watchmen that are pastors, but the, watch, the ministry of the watchman is open to anyone. That's why you can recruit watchmen. If you read further down there in Ezekiel 33 two, he says, you can appoint watchmen, and whoever you appoint, they are the watchmen for that territory. So it is possible to recruit watchmen but you can't recruit prophets. Prophets are called by God. Point number four, I already talked about that. Sin shuts the, down the light of the watchman. Number five, watchmen watch over the promises of God. Isaiah 62, verse three to seven. Can we just read it? He says, you shall be a crown of glory in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem in the hand of thy God. You shall no more be termed forsaken, neither shall thy land any more be termed desolate. But you shall be called Hephzibah, la thy land Beulah, for the Lord delights in thee, and thy land will be married. For as young men, anyway, we'll you can read that all. Now that is a promise from Yahweh, but listen to what he says right beneath that promise. He says, see, I have set watchmen upon your walls who will not hold their peace. So the role of watchmen is to not hold your peace, but you've got to know what has God said over Jerusalem. A watchman is not moved by what is going on in Zimbabwe because you've got the end time word. You know the last word from Yahweh. What has Yahweh said about Zimbabwe? That is what the watchman keeps their eyes on. In Jesus' name. Number six. Watchmen will see with their own eyes the Lord bring restoration. It's Isaiah 52 verse 8. Thy watchmen shall lift up thy voice, and the voice together they shall sing. For they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings again Zion. This is one of the glories the Lord has for watchmen. You will see the things you have long waited for with your own eyes. Amen. Number seven. Watchmen see the shift before it takes place and begin to herald it. They begin to announce it. Number eight, it was the shepherd who kept watch in Luke 2 verse 8 who received the first news of the birth of Messiah. It is still like that in our day. Number nine, when watchmen are not on their post, the people become a prey for the dogs. Isaiah 56 verse nine, come wild animals of the field, come wild animals of the forest, Come and devour my people, for the leaders of my people, the Lord's watchmen, his shepherds, they are blind, they are arrogant. They are like silent dogs that give no warning when danger comes. So when you begin to see danger increase in the nation, it means the watchmen are not at their posts. When there are no watchmen, the kingdom of darkness herald, hey, come, come to Zimbabwe, because their watchmen are like dead dogs. They are all sleeping. And before you know it, a nation is invaded with beasts because the watchmen are not watching. Watchmen cannot afford to be selfish. Isaiah 56 says they're greedy dogs which never have enough. They're shepherds who cannot understand. They all look to their own way. Everyone for his own gain, for his own territory. 
This is the ones I talked about. They're forever just praying for their own territory. My, my, my husband, my wife, my children. Waking up all night's prayers. My husband, my wife, my children. You can never take on the burden of Met Palal, the praying man who gave his life for all of us. Paid a price. Watchmen dwell in towers. Towers are built by sacrifice. It means you pay a price to build your, 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 your tower as a watchman. Jude talks about praying in the spirit, rising higher and higher like an edifice in the name of Jesus Christ. I, my time is up, so I can't go through all the points. But the last one I'll give you is watchmen watch over times and seasons. We've seen so many miracles as we've watched over God's times and seasons. When people have turned 50, we have known the gate of 50 is the gate of Jubilee. And we began to usher people into their Jubilee. And those people we ushered into their Jubilee have received their houses back. They've received lands lost. We've seen so many testimonies of the power of Jubilee, just as we possessed those gates. And to tell us more about the season that we're in as a nation, help me welcome Tendai. to understand the season and the time that we are in. When you are a watchman, you watch over times and seasons. Understanding the prophetic season as a watchman helps us to understand and know how to pray. It means a watchman is not caught off guard. You are not surprised as a watchman when you understand the times and the seasons of what's going on around you, what's going on in the nation, what's going on in your family. Because you are watching over the times and the seasons and the signs that God is sending forth. At this conference, I have been asked to come and speak to you about understanding the times and the seasons and the prophetic season that we are in as a nation. The prophetic season that we are in. As a nation, as a ministry, as an individual, where are we? There is a Greek word. In this moment, we are in the gate of time. The gate of time. And there's a Greek word for the gate of time, which is horror. It is pronounced horror, meaning a miracle or a breakthrough that carries a date. It is the definite time, the point of time, the moment of time. This gate carries a miracle and the breakthrough with a date on it, which means that even though something had prolonged, but it has a date that it shall come to an end. It has a date that its season is over. This is horror. And this is the season we are in. And this is the gate we are in, the gate of time. To say that the miracle, the breakthrough, my miracle, my breakthrough, the nation's miracle and breakthrough, it is carrying a date and it has to come to an end. You see, in Acts chapter 3, verse 1, the man at the beautiful gate, he was lame from his womb, from his mother's womb. This is what the Word of God tells us in Acts 3, verse 1. Day after day, he was carried to sit at the gate called beautiful. And like a nation, we are sitting at the gate called beautiful. And we are praying. We have been praying. We have been praying. We have been praying. We have been fasting. We have been interceding and saying, God, 
When it will it come for us? But this gate of horror, there's a gate. It's the miracle that's carrying the time. We have been sitting there and we think that the nation or us as individuals, we are being passed. We are being passed. We are being passed. But we are not being passed because the breakthrough date has come and the breakthrough has come now. Why is the gate of time so important to us as a nation and as an individual? Because like Daniel, he understood that the 70 years were over because a watchman watches over the word. And we understand as a nation and as an individual that this is our set time for deliverance. And we know that from the scriptures in Deuteronomy 2 verse 8, I will paraphrase it, where it says, For 40 years I have tried and tested you. Remember how the Lord your God led you all the way in the wilderness, those 40 years, to humble and test you in order to know what was in your heart whether you would not whether you would or not keep his commandments so as a nation we have been going through the process of 40 where we have been in the wilderness where we are saying God when will it happen but God is saying I have tried and tested you as Deuteronomy 4 8 2 says even as an individual you might not have gone through the 40 years but there has been a waiting there has been a waiting there has been an anticipation where you were saying God when will it happen for me but God is saying that we are in the sea and there are signs that are all over and showing us that we are in a season where God is saying this is our set time for deliverance in the fourth year the slide the fourth year season Zimbabwe turns 40 in this year of 2020 and 20 plus 20 equals 40 Africa the first slave that left Africa was 400 years ago. Our very own pastor, father, apostle of the house, Pastor Tom Duchel, he turns 40 years in ministry. The other fathers in the nation, Bishop Tudor Bismarck, turns 40 years in ministry. Apostle Langton Katsi is 40 years in the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, the word of God tells me in 2 Corinthians 13 verse 1, that out of the mouth of two or three witnesses, a word is established. And we have more than one or two. 40s that are on that list that are saying it is established it is established God is showing us that our time of trial and probation is over the 40 years of the wilderness are over 40 representing that the season is over I want to encourage you here as watchmen that you not grow weary do not grow weary for the set time is now the set time is now there's a prophetic promise then there's the process of time. Then there's the fullness of time. But if you don't understand the process of time, it brings in hope deferred because of bitterness of the heart and the hardships of the economy. Our hearts turn bitter. Our hearts turn sour. And we in the end as watchmen begin to curse the land. Zimbabwe, Achoaiti. Oh, Zimbabwe is not prospering. We begin to curse the land. And yet God is wanting to heal our hearts. As Claudia mentioned, that the watchman does not curse the land. He watches over it. A watchman focuses on the redemption promises that God has set for a nation and an individual. Hallelujah. Let me show you. Let me show you the prophetic promise that is a spoken word. 
And in this decade of the pain, the prophetic promise is a word that has been declared. And then we move into the process of time and into the fullness of time. But before you get to the fullness of time, there's that process of time. And in the process of time, this is where you can get bitter. This is where you get weary. This is where you get tired. This is where you lose your hope and your trust and your faith in God because you are being tested. As Deuteronomy 8.2 said, you are being tested of the matters of your heart. Where are you? Can you continue to worship me? Will you continue to worship me? Will you continue to serve me? Will you continue to love me as Yeshua? In the process of time, you are weary. And then the fullness of time comes. And you can't even see the fullness of time. You miss the visitation in the fullness of time because the process has taken long. The process has made you weary. The process has made you not to focus on the visitation. That is the time that we are in. So be careful. A lot of us miss the visitation. When we get into the fullness of time, we are in the fullness of time. And yet we do not see it because as watchmen at times, we are not looking for the signs because the process has taken so long. The process has taken so long. The process has taken so long. Here am I, Sandra Mahai. In the process of time, there was a season in my life. I will not tell you how long ago I got the prophetic promise because then you will begin to calculate how old I am. But when I received the prophetic promise, the process took time. It took nearly, it's been 20 years for the prophetic, for the fullness of time to arrive. But in the process of time, I tell you, church, I could have died. I tell you, church, that in the promise of the process of time, I could have died. In the process of time, I was sick. In the process of time, I could have died. In the process of time, I was nearly to say, God, I don't want this. God, I'm not ready for this call. God, why did you choose me in the process of time? But because God loved me, God kept me. That's such that when the time and the fullness of time came, I held on to the word of the year that Pastor Tom gave. And he says in the 20, there's a release, Shaman Daramosa. There's a turning of things that had been stagnant with my 20. And I say that I am in the fullness of time. I am in the season of time. Here am I, Shatarabahai. There is a cutting off with the 20. It is in the word of the year. There is a cutting off in 20. There is a cutting off with 40. In 2020, Pastor Tom speaks on the pay, the decade of the month, our declaration in the name of Jesus. He speaks of the declaration even when he opened on, on, on Thursday. He says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. What is your declaration? What are you saying? You see, when you understand the prophetic time, when you understand that season that God has put you through, you begin to realign your tongue. You begin to correctly understand what God has called you for, for the fullness of time. Hallelujah. We as a nation, as an individual, church, we are in our set time. This is our set time for the visitation. We are in the fullness of time. There have been the 40s that I showed you where this has been the fullness of time. There is also a call to maturity in this season and in this year. There's a call to maturity. The mature sons of God. 
that are rising sons and daughters of the house, sons and daughters in the ministry. You see, gone are the days when we as watchmen are called unto governmental meetings where we just do opening prayers and are told to leave or are told to sit down. No longer in the season where we have to watch and speak. I refuse that as a watchman, I will sit in those meetings where they are speaking of the boy child, where they are speaking of the girl child, where they are speaking on education, where they are speaking on health, where they are speaking on the arts and entertainment sector. In this season, as watchmen, I declare that in this prophetic season, where God is saying the wilderness season is over, that watchmen will arise where we open our own radio stations, where seasoned men of God will go and begin to decree upon the land of Zimbabwe, where seasoned gospel Christian music is played to permeate the air, where a sound is heard in heaven, where in the name of Jesus, it begins to speak, to bring deliverance, it begins to bring joy, love and peace. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and as I round off, as Claudia comes back to join me, I want to exalt those who have a hope deferred where the process has taken so long. I told you it's been 20 years for me. You understand that this is my fullness of time. It's been 20 years for me that this is my fullness of time. There's those in ministry. This is the set time for breakthrough. For those in ministry, this is the set time for breakthrough. So you need to begin to stir yourself. Do not shrink back. You cannot shrink back. Stir yourself up in the Lord. When Daniel knew that the set time for deliverance had come, he went and sought God. His was to go and say, God, because you spoke it, may it come to pass. His was to go and say, God, I seek you day and night for this word to come to pass. So in this season, we are declaring that because it is the prophetic season and because his word has already spoken it, there is authority in your mouth to seize the gate of time. There is authority in your mouth to seize the gate of time where you will begin, where you will begin to pray and seize that gate for your family, for yourself as an individual, where you are saying, my Lord and my God, do not shrink back. I will not shrink back. I will not shrink back. I will not shrink back. Like Daniel, oh Lord, I will come to seek your face. You have sat at the beautiful gate for so long. You are saying I've been passed. You are saying I've been passed. No, 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 no. You have not been passed because this is your season. This is your time. This is your season. This is your time. The wilderness season is over. a new season. May the Lord herald a new season and time for us. May our mouths begin to open as we declare the new era in our lives. May the new season, it is in your mouth. May we begin to pray church as you begin to activate, as you begin to call forth a new era, a new season, a new era, a new season. Season is over. 
no seizing of the gate of time. There can be no deliverance for Zimbabwe if you will not take the mantle of Met Palau to stand at your gate and begin to watch. I want you to put your hands up. Met Palau, your hands over your head. The pay was in the middle if you saw the picture. Met Palau and just begin to say, Father, I pick up the mantle of prayer. I pick up the mantle of the watchman. I pick up the mantle to make a change wherever I go. My sphere of influence can never be the same. Everywhere a watchman steps, they bring change. Everywhere a watchman will turn desolate places into habitable places. After this, I expect all your regions, your homes, your workplaces to become habitable places because of the watchman anointing in the name of Jesus. I'll receive the mantle now. It is for you to pick it up. It is for anyone who wants it. Met Palal, the praying man. Just say, Father, I'm your girl. I want this. Father, I'm your guy. I want this. I'm willing to pay the price. I'm willing to, I count the cost. No watchman builds a tower without counting the cost. I'm counting the cost. I know there shall be pains, there shall be persecutions, but I'm choosing to pick up the cross and be a burning and a shining light in my generation. In the name of Jesus, I will not put out my light by sin. Re receive your refreshing, receive your reigniting. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Thanks for listening. For more teachings and videos, visit celebrationmen.org.